Everyone, hi! Ah! Jesus! Ah! <laughs> hey, everyone! Hi! Hello! Welcome to another very exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, in the course of doing that intro, I dropped a sharpie on a metal laptop stand that was next to That's my foot, a- and it um, didn't it sound like someone's playing horseshoes near us uh i'm in the studio with my husband daniel hello hello it has been are you just doing your natural hello it's natural sure i'm always all natural you are that's how did you how did your mom answer the phone when you were growing up because my mom had a special like hello (laughs) it it was like half of a question mark oh god hello (laughs) oh my god now there's a bug in here too I don't have any memory of of the way that she did. It's probably just standard issue, you know, hello, like that. That's how I answer it. Like, even though I know exactly who it is. You still answer it that way? Hello? I, well, I don't answer it. But if I do, I go, hello? Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Pretend to call I answer, me. When I'll... I answer, I go, this is Daniel. Even if it's me calling? Well, no. If it's someone I know, I'll just say, hey. Call. Pretend to call me and I'm going to pretend to answer. Pretend to call you? I wouldn't even know. How would I call you? I don't know. If if ever you called me, okay. I would actually not go hello because it's you and you're calling me and it's unusual. So I would be like, hi, okay. like that. Okay. Bring, bring. Hello? That's what I do. Oh, my God. Did you hear that, everybody? I know. And some people, some people, though, they would say like, you know, Rosen Residence. We did not. Well, I did not have a Rosen. All, no one Rosen Residence. This is Allison speaking. Yeah, that's back when you had like a, a a one phone for the whole house. Yes, right. Or they had things called party lines, which is where you actually shared a line with your neighbors. What? Yeah. Um. It's weird that it's called a party line because I don't think it was very just to save for money. party. It was yeah, it was a financial thing, is my understanding. So anyway, though, so we do like Rosen residence, and so and also sometimes I would do this, and then. Someone told me that they thought it was nosy. Not me personally, but they thought when people do this, it was nosy. So pretend you're calling the house. Bring, bring. And you're going to ask for my mom, by the way. Okay. Bring, bring. Hello. I'm going to do. Oh, no, I'm going to do it my way. Hello. Yes. Hi. Is Shelly there? May I, may I tell her who's calling? Yes. This is the tax collector. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they heard that brilliant Foley they're going to think we're, we're living in a house of gongs. <laughs> house of gongs. Anyway. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you were able to hear that or not, but when Daniel said the tax collector, is that what the IRS calls themselves? Ta- like like the whole like nutritionist or dietitian thing? I feel like that's old, an old school thing that existed, the tax collector. Yeah. I feel like in in you know stories of of, of your mm-hmm. they're always avoiding the tax collector. Yeah. So anyway, he said that, and then I dropped a pen on the uh, laptop stand again, and it made a. I punctuated. It's like the with, it's like I was born. It, it's like old radio days. Oh my god! I'm gonna break some. <laughs> don't break my legs! I'm like breaking a, celery. A big sheet of metal for yeah. like if it's uh, yeah, stormy yeah. outside. Oh, I'm now there's a box of rocks, and I'm making footprints in it. 
What is that for? Foley. Right, but for what? Walking on gravel? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What are the circumstances in which you'd walk on rocks? Maybe maybe um, when you were walking on... Rocks? Rocks? Yeah, I just know that for bones breaking, you break celery. Yeah. Tax man, I'll pay you, I promise. <laughs> it's a corrupt tax man. There you go. Um, okay, I'm going to put my glasses back on, signaling that I am getting down to business. Some exciting stuff afoot, guys. Daniel, tell them about the shirt I'm wearing. Allison's wearing uh, the A-R-I-Y-N-B-F Ramones shirt. Inspired. I call it the legacy. I call it the legacy shirt. shirt. That's right. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been without merch for a few years now, and I finally got my shit together, and I am ready to launch. (laughs) Were you inspired by the Vanderpump people having merch that is inspired by something they said that day available the same day like the aggressiveness with which they merch themselves i don't know if i was inspired by that maybe i I think i was inspired no this shows how slow i am i was inspired before that (laughs) but it's finally almost here i've got all this nice shirt like a lot of and and it's this is not the only design it's not the only product we've got water bottles we've got notebooks we've got it's like all sorts of guys stuff that i've never had available before if you have an idea for something you would like to see merched uh let us know yeah because i forget every single thing that's said as soon as it's said right so this is uh this company came super they reached out to me but then they um, do merch for people that I know. So I reached out to those people and, and they gave them the thumbs up of approval. Uh, and DM me if you want to know who I'm talking about. Or if, maybe I'll just share it on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon! Also speaking of Patreon, um, special promo code for Patreon people for, uh, for a bit of a deal um, on the merch. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what's stopping me from just launching the store. I just want to make sure it's like all. I just want to make shape. sure it's right. Yeah. You know? So that's happening, and uh, it's been a long time since Daniel and I have done a show together. I guess it has. Yeah, hasn't there's it? been all these, all these other people coming in and out of the studio, Plus, talking about themselves. The first part of this year has just zipped by so fast. Yeah. I mean, our son just graduated from High kindergarten. School. Oh, kindergarten. And. I'm just still trying to wrap my head around how a whole school year just went by. Right. Well, it's weird because we are exactly the same. I remember that day because my dad had a heart attack. This is probably not how everyone remembers Elliot going to kindergarten, but it's how I remember it. He had a heart attack on Sunday and then Elliot went to school on Monday. So I was like compartmentalizing. It kept popping into my head. We didn't know yet what was really going on. Um, but I remember we took him on Monday. I've told the story before, dropped him off and then joined the rest of the parents in the hedges outside of the kindergarten play yard to like spy on our, all the parents were, and I'm not talking about like you're near the hedges. We were like literally in the hedges. We should have worn camouflage. It was funny. And then the kids would. that feels like yesterday. And the kids were playing and then they would just sort of glance over with these confused looks because from their point of view. It's just like. (laughs) All these. Like weird heads 80 eyes staring at them yeah. um and remember that kid that struck up a conversation with me no he told me how old he was and i said i'm elliot's mommy and yeah mm-hmm. he was in a different class but anyway that happened and then also can we congratulate me i just let me just set the stage sure 
I have one, two, three, four, five things written on a pad of paper. Mm-hmm. We have tons of calls, voicemails from back when we solicited them, which was now a few months ago. So Daniel and I no longer remember the prompt mm-hmm. or what they're responding to. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And then also I have, and I don't think I'm exaggerating, a super duper headache right now. Ooh, it's pretty exciting. major. Did you take Excedrin? No, I took Tylenol. This is one. Why of, do you do this? If Daniel and I divorce, this will be on the list of reasons why it didn't work out. Tell them. Well, there's this thing that absolutely will solve your problems, and so I understand why you wouldn't use it. This there's like this simple like pill that will will cure what ails you, and you're like, not that one. I'll take this other one that you know 50 50 chance that it'll maybe do a little bit it does help a little bit tylenol is absolutely the worst thing you could take for headaches in my experience not to say that it doesn't help at all but the order of effectiveness goes like this as somebody who has suffered from bad headaches my whole life excedrin Uh excedrin number one the the best but sometimes you don't want the caffeine right i get it the next stop is for me four. Okay, ibuprofen gel cap. All right, not just any fucking ibuprofen. You want the gel cap because the gel cap is instant okay. or it's it's quicker. Got it. And then last would be Vicodin or some kind of like he- heavy narcotic. Okay, followed by hair of the dog that bit you. <laughs> Followed by well, another Tylenol. Um, but here, let me explain something. I have done. I have gone through and compared the ingredients for all. You know how each the, each pain medication has like a migraine version. There's like Excedrin yes. migraine, or there's Advil migraine, which may not be on the market anymore. Whatever. It's all marketing. The Advil migraine, quote unquote migraine, mm-hmm. it's the, exactly the same as the gel caps. Okay. Does Ralph Nader know about this? Well, they call it migraine because it, it helps with headaches. Mm-hmm. The, that's the version that helps with headaches. The Excedrin migraine? No difference from the regular migraine. From the regular Excedrin. All this talk, and I'm probably going to make you go inside and get me an Excedrin. So anyway, just to explain what's happening. Um, I don't know if you guys saw my social media stories yesterday. If not, what are you doing with your life? But anyway... Um, I got an IV iron infusion. This is not some Gwyneth Paltrow vitamin drip thing that I organized, that I ordered for my house. This was, I went to, I had to go to a hematologist and, um, I don't know how much, I forget how much I've talked. I've talked to, I talked about what's going on with my health. I'm fine, by the way, on my Patreon. I think I talked about it a tiny bit on Childish. I don't know how much, if, if I've said anything about it on this show, um, but long story very short. My white blood cell count was low. My endocrinologist told me to go to a hematologist. I, I, on and off throughout this whole process, I have freaked out because if you Google it, did I say Google? It felt like I said Google. I like it better. I like Google. If you Google it, if you Google it, scary stuff comes up, but mm. uh, no one thinks it's anything devastating. And they took a lot of blood and tested the blood, um, which has thankfully, like they have something as simple as like, I think it's called like leukemia lymphoma test or something. So I don't have any of that 
knock on wood. Um, but my iron levels are very, very low. Uh, so they didn't even talk about maybe taking iron supplements. He just wants to go straight to iron infusion. So I had that yesterday. There's one that is two appointments and then one that's five appointments. And my insurance said, fuck you. You're doing the five appointment one that doesn't work as well and has greater side effects. So even though I am counting on this infusion to be the thing that is standing between me and energy, happiness, focus, success. I mean, I think that probably I am actually a person who has a ton of energy and ambition that's just had low iron for the last year. Well, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if you read her her autobiography, but um, but Oprah was a just a podcaster with no energy, and she got an iron infusion. And look at her now. And look at her now. Look at her now. I'm gonna come up. With, I'm gonna come out with a magazine with my face on it. Every start month. with the magazine. <laughs> That's how you get to success. Act as if they say. Yes. So have Allison magazine. That's right. Allison magazine. And, uh, and then the fame will come. So anyway, I'm waiting to feel better, but right now I just feel worse. I came home. I slept for five hours. I have a headache that I'm mistreating with Tylenol. Anyway, let's get to the more important stuff. Oh yeah, Dan, I'm looking at my list. Just going down the list here. It's all good stuff. Daniel, I don't want this to be like a gotcha moment. Is that, isn't it the only reason you have me on? To ambush you? Yeah, to, to, to talk about things you don't want to talk to me about in private? No, this is a potential gotcha moment. Okay. You told me earlier when you were leaving to take Owen for a haircut, you said, remind me to tell you something. Oh. And I said, is it bad? And you said no. So now I'm giving you an opportunity to tell me it, but I don't know if it's fit for the show or if this is some private it's you not, and me biz. I don't know why you're bringing it up. It isn't. It's not fit for the show. Nope. <laughs> okay, I'll move, I'll move right on down the list then. Is it about one of our children's pottying or something? Let's just move on. All right, fine. Jesus Christ. Well, aren't you proud of me <laughs> that I handled Owen's haircut like a champ? So totally for anyone did. who doesn't know... Our son Elliot had long hair before and throughout most of the pandemic. And I had a weird reaction to wanting to give him a short little boy haircut because I loved his hair and loved his long hair. And I don't know. I don't know why. I think like Daniel wanted to cut it. And I was like, why are you making him fit into a box, man? I had like a weird overreaction. You like borderline accused me of being sexist. Yeah. You may actually have overtly accused me. I can't remember. I don't think I ever overtly accused you of but, this, but I just felt like, and also, hey, man, why are you so threatened by your son's long hair, man? Like as that. though he that was a lifestyle he's chosen. <laughs> you, uh, you, you make it out to be like, I had a little reaction. <laughs> um, yeah, a little reaction that has still not quite gone away. Like it's a, a, a reaction. You, you still are very... Like nervous when he gets a haircut, you've gotten better. There I was. You get. You've gotten in better in the hospital having our son Owen. I came home from the hospital. Talk about anemic. My uh, my blood was at an eight at that point, which they should have given me a transfusion if they had known. Um, and then there I was recovering in the midst of all of this. 
You took Elliot to his haircut appointment. I decided not to go because I was fighting for my life, Daniel. <laughs> That's how I choose to see it now. It felt like I was. I saw an opportunity. You, to, saw, I saw, an opportunity. you saw potential death. I saw opportunity. No, honestly, I saw an opportunity to take a nap and have a little peace and quiet. So you took him to his haircut appointment and you brought him back. And you said, who's this little boy? And I said, I don't fucking know, because the one that I know had longish hair, and this guy just enlisted. I mean, it was like above, like way above his ears. He had a flat top. He was cute. No, it was not. It was was not anywhere near that short. Okay, but it was was pretty short. It was short short relative to what he had. I don't know. Normally he had hair that like... What do you call this part of the hair on the not, sideburns? Like, not, well, the, the sideburns side? to me is like bo- kind okay, of below the, side the, of the, the ear. head. Yeah, the side his his head sides were so they were like half an inch long, and then the top was maybe like an inch long. It was not that short. <laughs> I swear, I will get out a photo. I will get out a photo, and then I was like, "What do I do with my feelings?" He, he was, you he was me to very have feelings. cute. He was very yeah, he cute. Yeah, he was very cute, but he wasn't ready to have that kind of haircut. What are you talking about? He wasn't ready. He wasn't going to work ready. in a. You weren't ready. Well, neither of he us. He didn't care. As a matter of fact, he wants a haircut. He was like. Well, he needs a haircut now. Right, but he likes getting his haircut. He's at no point been like, Mommy, Daddy, I like my long hair. This is a you thing. Well, the long he, hair is a you thing, okay? Okay, I fine. All I'm saying is. If someone said to him, if, if he, excuse me, if he said, Daddy, I know what I want to be for Halloween this year. I want to be a CPA. That is the haircut you would give him. Fine. So he's not ready to be a CPA. He was only. It's not a CPA he, he haircut. Was, he it's was like a two years old. It's like a, your typical little boy haircut. It's he just was a, only two. <laughs> what was he when he was two? A big baby. Right. You look. I mean, the th- the funny thing about getting a, a kid a haircut is that it, it does ages, ages them. them. I know, but it's cute. Like Owen, I just looks like a little boy now as opposed to, um, you know, a mop headed baby. I just wasn't ready for my toddler to be a little boy. I feel like that is something. Well, no, that we I understand. Discuss. So anyway, I had a reaction, and then ha- I have had a reaction. Well, hang on. I'm. I, I had a reaction then, and then I have continued being a bit (laughs) psycho about it until finally. But I, so then we transitioned into like a pretty stylish haircut, which I didn't, I didn't send him saying, I want him to come back looking like he rides a Vespa, but that is what she gave him. But she was like under constraints. What do you think she wanted to give him another CPA cut? Well, no, but she, but she didn't, she cut it as short as you allowed her to cut it. Great. So it looked good. And then his teacher at a certain point (laughs) said to us, she thought maybe there was something wrong with his eyes because he was like having, I don't know. Have we told this story already? I don't think so. Should we not? Oh, I mean, it's fine. I just don't want to tell a story we've already told. I don't think we've told this. Oh, okay. Um, Guys, if you've already heard this, let me know. I'll make it fast though. (laughs) Famous last words. So anyway... Uh, we took him to an eye appointment. The eye doctor said there's nothing wrong with his eyes, which is what I suspected. Um, oh, you know, we have told the story that the eye doctor said less ta- like for kids, too much tablet time is bad for their eyes. But um, but nothing's wrong with his eyes. His eyes are 
are A-OK. And then the teacher said that she thought that his hair was hanging in his eyes. So at that point, we gave him, we cut bangs, and then it was a whole new world for him and <clears throat> seeing and handwriting and all that stuff. I loosened my grip on Elliot's hair now. Mm-hmm. And now he's he can make his own decisions. Once you saw developmental uh, impact on it. Well, also, I've just like grown as a person you know i've conquered some of my demons you have a side effect of low iron is weird being weird about hair oh that's interesting that is so interesting isn't it it's It's, restless legs fatigue hair weirdness forgetting to pay your car insurance Mm -hmm. stuff like that um, oh, giving people, the, I gave someone my phone number earlier today and I gave them the wrong number just by one. Anyway, long story short, again, mm-hmm. the whole point of this story was mm-hmm. you took Owen to get a haircut today. Mm, I did. And because you are afraid of me, mm-hmm. you said, any specific instructions? And I said, no. And you were like, what? And I'm like, it's okay. And then you accused me I guess of loving Owen less? No, of identifying less. Yes, this is Owen. I don't know. For some reason with Owen's hair He's more like he's got my his... hair, so you don't see yourself in him. Whereas is... the thing with Elliot's hair is you weren't upset that Elliot got his hair cut. You were upset that Elliot got your hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I the... But with Owen, it's it's, it's it's like my hair to you. You don't care. I hate how, how how right you are with this. Maybe Owen <clears throat> has only had two haircuts in his life. His he just has different hair than Elliot. Well, the curls make it so that they're not in his. My only, I don't care on in principle about Elliot having long hair or anything. You do the though. issue? No, I don't. The problem I've always had with the long hair is it covered his face. Well, yes, but also you, like, t- you go back and look at all the pictures of him throughout like two years of his life and you can't even see his face. It's like it, Cousin It. And he loves Cousin and It. And he loves Cousin It because he identifies with Cousin It. No. Oh, listen, really? Listen, Mr. Oh, really? Listen, Mr. It's, I don't have a problem with it in principle. Don't you remember? Because this we have talked about on the show. There's a whole thing of the kids you grew up with who are wild. And I didn't know what that meant. Well, I don't love that aspect of it either, but I could live with it. Mm, but you'd rather but- not. But I just hated that every picture I was taking, I'm like, I'm we're not gonna see I can't see his face. The same reason the same reason like Owen still has his pacifier and I'm always telling him to take it out when we take pictures because I wanna see his face. Okay, but I really think you have settled upon something you can feel good and righteous about when you did have a whole thing where you didn't want him to look wild and I was like, I don't know what that means. No, I don't want I didn't want him to look wild. But, but I I, could, I still don't know what that means. He he looked like a child whose parents weren't caring for him. Mm. You don't want him to look neglected. Yeah, they, that's how the kids I grew up around were. They right. were all neglected, and they were like wild, feral kids. They were like the kid in Road Warrior, you know, like Which just I haven't seen just uh, you know eating grasshoppers and running around siphoning oil from big rigs. <laughs> you know? What do they do with the oil? Sm- smoking cigarettes in the desert and fucking. Riding bicycles through storm drains. I mean, we're fucking out of control because there are no parents. And I, uh, part of me likes that look, but part of me thinks about, but mostly I think of other parents looking at him and going, like, does this kid have anyone taking care of him? 
But that said, I was the only thing that made me really want to get his haircut was that I couldn't see his face. The other thing bothered me, but it, it wasn't the reason. Again, I feel you have conveniently said I said it over and over. That feels I said it over good. and over. And you conveniently good. forgot that I had a legitimate reason. I don't know. Here's a call from March. Allison and Daniel, this is Lorelai from Las Vegas. I am just obsessed with the Vanderpump scandal. I cannot stop thinking about it. I can't stop Girlfriend. looking at things. I was obsessed that Peter was on the podcast. I wanted more from him because he has to know more. I just want to know when, where, why, how, who, all of the things. And I know you're probably feeling the same way. I started watching from season one again. This is wild. I just wanted to get that out there. Thanks for all you guys do. You guys lift us all up. Again, this is Lorelai from Las Vegas. Bye. Lorelai, yes. Here's the crazy thing. This voicemail is from March 18th. And yet it is, as we record this, as I live and die, it is June 3rd, and it is just as timely and topical then as now. And I Although I wonder, if she's still, I wonder if she's still as interested. I bet she is. Uh, How could you lose interest? It's just as interesting now. I, I think so. I'm still interested. I don't think anyone's falling off. Because you know why? You don't think there's some fatigue happening? Well, here's the thing. Because you know how I'm someone who's like, leave them wanting less. I give I give <laughs> way your, too. It's your driving principle. Yes. Yes. Um, there's still so many unanswered questions with Vanderpump, and I yeah. think maybe that's why everyone's still so hooked. I think that I think that it's something that has managed to maintain our interest by shifting as time goes. Like it's. Right, from the betrayal to the how and the who. Yeah, like, at first it was like, how How could he do such a thing? How could she do such a thing? You know, that's so horrible. And then their behavior and the lies and the constant, like, gaslighting and then it, just watching the, the show and watching how they, there's this, like, systematic attempt to try to, in a way, defame Ariana in order to, like, set up uh, uh, his preferred storyline and watching that play out and then watching just the the behavior during the reunion like it, it I feel like it it's somehow this thing that shouldn't have been this interesting I know has managed to be so interesting <laughs> um I think I sold this to Peter it's like if if Tom had come out right out of the gate and just said like okay you know i I was caught. Here's what happened. You know, like Raquel and I, we started seeing each other in May and da da da. And we asked uh, Schwartz to like try to help us cover it up. And da, but I think it would have blown over. Yeah. And, and I think even people might even have been willing to give him a, a shot at redemption. But at, but it's the, it's the lying in the, in the, the fact that we feel like he's still lying to us yeah. and we feel like he's trying to like get us to agree that she's awful and he won't take responsibility and he like and it, it, like there's so many aspects to it that make you just angry uh and i think it's anger at the being lied to and the mm. and the and the and the attitude and the cruelty and all of it you know that 
When I was in New York, I slept with a married man, right? Tom Sandoval? <laughs> it was a long distance affair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons why I never fully trusted you. Yeah. Well, I was celibate for many years after that because I, it happened when I was very drunk and it was, I felt like, like I feel like I had flirted with shit. Like I have never cheated on anyone, but I have been the other woman. Not, I'm not saying that's okay. Um, but it had never been someone who was married. I feel like I had like flirted with shit like that before I was I like now with the presence of mind I have now the the therapy I've done my ability to let my children get haircuts you know I've, I'm truly self-actualized I, I don't think anybody is upset like if if it had been well hang on I had more about the story though but you no. can see them the okay Allison <laughs> so I was very susceptible to a guy coming on really there's something for a woman who has who is a little bit broken who has low self-esteem who's usually not the one who's picked um there's something somewhat intoxicating about and i'm not talking about tom sandoval and raquel right now i'm talking about myself um there's something intoxicating about a guy coming on really strong but like in your gut i think you can feel that it's not legitimate because you can feel that the stakes are not high for him he is not emotionally available Mm -hmm. even though he's professing all his feelings for you and it's dangerous and it's secret and i mean it's like there's there's all these reasons that it becomes very exciting and addictive but after that with the married guy i was just like i don't i i felt like i had broken a law like i had there was a huge it was like i just was I could not forgive myself. It was so awful. I felt so awful. But, but, but the point being, one of the things he said to me was, my wife thinks I'm having an affair. And he said it in this way of like, can you believe the ridiculousness of that she would think this? And I was like, yeah, because you are. Uh, It only happened once. But still, he in his head was looking at it like, she said this crazy thing to him that is not about this situation. Does that make any sense what I'm he saying? Might have, he might have met, she thinks I'm having an affair, but I'm just having a one-night stand. <laughs> like, how could she think I'm having an ongoing relationship? I'm just fucking, you know. Um, No, I don't think so, though, because he and I had like a friendship that had been going, like this was, mm-hmm. had been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. The, him, his, him and me knowing each other. Um, no, I think he really was in that much denial of what had happened. Well, yeah, you could see that with uh, That's what Raquel yes. when she was like, um, when, was it when she was talking to Tom in the trailer and uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the the the, circums- the, the conversation. It was like, um, no, 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 it was her one-on-one with Andy and he was asking her like, um, about what she thought Ariana thought. Like, yeah. do, do you think that she was in denial? And Raquel was like, well, yeah, that's what I thought at the time because, um, you know, she, ne- she would just take everything we said at face value. And, 
um, it was like she didn't want to know. Right. Like they judged her in their minds. <laughs> she knew what was going on, but was choosing to not confront it. And that was somehow right. a knock on her character. That's what I'm saying. Like, But, but people... it was used to justify the affair for, in right. Raquel's mind. Yes. Clearly, it was like, well, it, this is okay because Ariana secretly knows and doesn't is like in this weird way allowing it to happen. Right. That's what I'm saying. It was like there's like weird sort of uh, rationalization, compartmentalization, all sorts of weird stuff. Like I swear when he said to me, she thinks I'm having an affair. He said it to me in this way of like, isn't that ridiculous? Like we're not having an affair. Right. Like (laughs) she was assuming they were totally that her comment and what was what happened to him were totally separate in his mind. It was really weird. Anyway, I didn't want to get into all that. But uh, you listen, did. But I did. Let's listen to another call. Hi, Allison and Daniel. This is Katie. Um, you asked how it's going out there. Well, I am home with a sick child for the what feels like 25,000 times this year. We're supposed to have a birthday party for my youngest who turned four and his sister got sick last night. So that's kind of the theme, theme of the past few years. Anyways, I figured you guys could relate. Talk to you soon. <laughs> this is Katie. Bye. The name sandwich. I love it. Thank mm-hmm. you, Katie. It's uh, that was a couple months ago. I hope your child is better. Man, we it was like that for us for months and yeah. months. It felt like, God damn, this year a lot of a lot of sick. See if you, a person of integrity and merit and mm-hmm. not full of bullshit. That's what they say about me. Who? That's what just people are saying. Yeah. If you had come on to me in the same way that a guy who has a girlfriend comes on to women, I would have it would have like scared the shit out of me because it's it's like all these professing professing your feelings and all this intensity. That intensity only works when it's bullshit. You're I mean, saying that if I had been professing my feelings and stuff, it would have scared you away. At the beginning. Before it was warranted. The love bombing. Yeah, I guess that is what that is. I guess yeah. that is love bombing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I wouldn't be good at love bombing because I'm I don't narcissists have a special special way of doing that. Because uh, I think the the recipient of it on some level knows that it's bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Like I, go ahead. Well, but I want to say something. Like I feel like the Look, it's not a great thing to sleep with a married man or vice versa. But in the case of like your average like affair where you know the the in your case like the woman doesn't really know this the the wife or right. It's like the onus is on the 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 spouse, the married person. Not like yes, it's not great to be the uh mistress, but that's not why pe- people hate Raquel. Like, people don't hate Raquel because she, she because she slept with Tom Sandoval. They hate Raquel because she slept with her best friends. Like it, it's the right. it's, it's the, the relationship betrayal. she yeah. had to Ariana. That's I think what made it because mm-hmm. like he had cheated before and no one gives a shit. You know, in fact, right. I think one of the unaddressed 
things is like early in the in the series he had cheated with this girl everyone calls Miami, Miami girl. girl and when this girl came to confront the, the producers flew her in to confront Tom and then Tom like yelled at her and then Ariana yelled at her mm-hmm. and by the way we found out Ariana knew and I feel like it's a little that's a li- to use his, Elliot's word that's a little sus I feel like Ariana needs to reckon with that because that girl was just a girl that yeah. he picked up and slept with and then she was made to see herself de- like defamed on this show like she's disappeared from the internet since then and I can imagine why um to for me it's like I don't think she deserved that yeah um and uh, anyway so I'm just saying like don't beat yourself up too much. Me? Uh, I mean, beat yourself up, please. I already have. Well, I'm just saying you don't have to stop. I'm just saying don't do it too much. Okay. Like within limits. Yeah, just like a low-level constant beating yourself up would be okay. I think I do that. Good. Yeah, I think I do that. I was in the shower, and I was thinking about how not good of an employee I was at the beginning of my having real jobs. Like I appreciate like Tony tries to tell me as far in advance as he can, if he's going to be going on tour right? because it just helps with planning. And I would know that I need to take some time off and I would wait till the very last minute to tell them. And I don't even know why I like I had, excuse me, I had this inability to, put myself in other people's shoes or something and think about, I had never been a boss or a manager. I don't know what it was. I just think I thought like, I just, I don't know. For some reason I was like afraid to tell them I need to take time off. So I'd wait to the last minute, but I was thinking about this and then I was getting really mad at myself and feeling really foolish and stupid about it. And it was one of those instances where I actually caught my own self talk. Mm-hmm. Cause Usually it happens so fast that you just all of a sudden feel bad and you're not even sure why. And I was like, what if instead I could look at it like, yeah, I, when I was young, I didn't know that yet. And at least now I know. Right. I don't know. What about you? Do you, are you, do you shit all over yourself? Do you feel embarrassed about things? Not in the shower. (laughs) You wait for the toilet. Do I am I hard on myself about how I used to be? Yeah. Uh no. No. I think about it, but I see it more as just like product of being young and uh maybe you weren't as egregiously anything. I yeah. feel like I didn't necessarily handle things the best way when I was young, but I also don't think I was wrong. The situations I can think of where I was uh, maybe a little, uh, uh, I don't know, just acted out, let's just say. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I didn't act in the most mature way. I didn't react in the most mature way, but I was right to react. So. What are we talking about or do you not want to go into it? Oh, I don't know how interesting the, the situations were, but just like, I don't know, people uh in power positions just treating me like shit yeah you know like a lot of that like i i remember there was one job where i got i ended up getting fired i think this is why i got fired 
but I was working at this company, uh, Trimark. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Trimark? No. It was like, it ended up getting bought by Lionsgate and they were- uh, Can I just say, if you told me that like Trimark could be, if you told me it was pharmaceuticals, if you told me it was a grocery store, if you told me it was a stationary store, or if you told me it was entertainment, I would believe any of them. It's the most generic sounding name. Yeah. The, um, it was just like, a, they, they produce movies like Leprechaun. Oh, cool. Um, you know, kind of like low budget stuff. And I my job was like, I was quote unquote office manager, but the and there were like I want to say like two hundred people who worked at this company, and the job of office manager was this catch all where I was just I had to do every single thing for everybody office related, and on top of it, I had to run the projector in the screening room, which means that like I'm talking about reels, so that meant that I couldn't do anything if someone wanted to have a screening. I had to sit there in the projection room for two hours of my day while I had a full day of shit to do, mm-hmm. right? And so I uh, one day was running around. I think I was like fucking sorting mail. And there was a screening scheduled for, you know, whatever, four. And uh, I was like five minutes late because I was just trying to get something done because I knew that that I wouldn't be able to do it for two hours. I'd be booked and so i was like five maybe 10 minutes late i don't know uh and i walked into the office of this executive who will go unnamed uh and howard hughes no but he is now a pretty he was like head of a studio for a little while so he's kind of a, a big producer but he at the time he was uh running like international sales or something like that and he had a couple uh finance so people foreign investors or something were in his office and i went in there and uh i was like 25 24 maybe and um i went in there and i was like i'm so sorry gentlemen i'm so sorry i'm late and he this guy I mean, he was probably showing off because he felt he he was probably embarrassed that they were late, yeah. so he needed to really unload on my ass. And he was just like, "These men." Oh, I go. I'm so sorry. I'm late. I, it, it's just been a very busy afternoon. Uh, and he go. He said something like, "These men are also very busy." Like he said something shitty, and then these men are also busy. And I go, "Oh, then I'm sure they'll understand." Oh. And I was like fired like two days later. Did they say it was because of that? No, but the but they kind of hinted that like it was a request or I got they got some like feedback on my mm. attitude. And so like I look at that and I go, yeah, uh if I had wanted to keep my job, that was not wise to right. <laughs> like you need to know when to like bite your tongue in the in who has power, which is something I I learned, but at the same time, I don't regret it. And honestly, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck him and his fucking spoiled, rich fucking ass. Like, he's one of these kids who grew up rich in Beverly Hills. He's such a piece of shit. To fucking have attitude, I'm still pissed about it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Asshole. And you know these assholes go... I fucking hate this town so much. These assholes go unchecked their whole careers. They treat everybody like that. They treat everybody like shit. 
and and this is a culture that just puts up with it. Now you got to take your lumps. Yeah, you know, fuck that. So I'm so glad I don't have to deal with anyone like that anymore in my career. Isn't it nice? It really, it fucking is. But I feel bad for people who do. Yeah. It's weird. Like there must be people for whom it just rolls off. And I don't understand that. You know, it did roll off. I worked for producers who were pretty abusive and it never affected me. But for some reason that one did. I I just hit a limit where I wasn't going to, I just was done taking it. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, because I know that if I were in that position, I would never, if I was pissed at that person, I would take it up behind right. closed doors. I wouldn't publicly fucking, uh, what's the word, excoriate them? Yeah, excoriate. Like, humiliate them to make myself feel better? Fuck you, man. Yeah. Like, I would never fucking do that. And I know I would never do that. And so to see that, to me, is just like, I just wasn't going to be someone who was going to kiss your ass mm-hmm. uh, for a job that I didn't even fucking like, you know? And yet, you do have a more keen sense of workplace politics than I do, but that's not saying much. You know, I've been really lucky since then. I'm thinking of the stag head. <laughs> I've re- been really lucky since then to, except for a couple circumstances, work for people who were respectful yeah uh so early early in my career i didn't but then i did and so so i've been fortunate in that way um i think you need to explain the stag head though and then i want to play a call i've I've told that story haven't i would yeah but just do it fast because in case someone's hearing this and they're like what are we talking about (laughs) well just that there was this guy at my one of my jobs who decided that he was gonna try to we were in different departments, but for some reason, he, he, he got in his head that if he, if he made me look bad, then that would help him get a, a promotion. Like it would mean, I think in his mind, it meant that he, like he's able to make this place run better or some shit. Like he kept coming at me. And I, so I, my, my office, like door, looked out onto his cubicle. And so I I would see, I, I knew I like when he would look at me he would see me framed in the door and so behind me above my head I bought a stag head like with antlers so that it just looked like more like Game of Thrones like like more like like to indicate a little bit more on. intimidating more. T- <laughs> but wasn't it like a white porcelain? Well, then it head? ended up being not as big as I thought it would be. So it was just like a little. But it made me. It it still was like symbolic. Yeah, I love that. All right, listen. Oh, I got to say, that was the job where you had secret snacks, secret sample snacks. You had they whole... weren't secret. I just didn't tell you about them. Just going to punctuate that with silence. Hey there. My name is Tom. I live in the uh, Northern California Bay Area region of this country. I love desserts. <laughs> I love them. I love the idea of someone calling in just to spread the love of desserts. I believe I said, what's your favorite dessert? Okay. <laughs> My favorite dessert <laughs> is a cherry chip cake. Have you guys ever had a cherry chip cake? No. I bet you haven't. They're hard to find now. It's a cake mix made by Duncan Hines. As a kid growing up, they're readily available in all grocery stores. Now, you can't find the damn things. A couple of years ago, I bought a lot of 48 
boxes of this cake mix off of eBay or Amazon. I can't remember. This is how you do it. Although I would be worried. I'm, I'm all for like, if you like something, just buy a shit ton of yeah. it. Which worked out to about four bucks each. So that, was, that wasn't bad. Uh, topped them off with uh, vanilla frosting out of the can, not homemade. And uh, I'm telling you, you're in for a treat. Although you might have a stomach ache a couple hours later. It's worth it. Thank you, Tom. He didn't do the name sandwich, but he did turn us on to a new dessert. Here's my thing with box cakes. I feel like they're generally a little too smushy. They don't have, they don't stand up. They're not toothsome. I don't quite know what I was expecting, I looked it up. I was expecting like chocolate chips or something. What's the chip? Are they like little chips cherry, of cherry? Chip cake? Let, let me see. What you, I, I was imagining like a Pop. pink cake with chocolate chips in it. No. Get out. I think it's like well, all chips be. of cherry. Yeah. That looks totally different than I was expecting. That so, looks better than I was expecting, honestly. Uh, Tom, I, I got to be honest, Tom. You're, you give off a bit of a, of a serial killer vibe with your tongue. <laughs> I'm... I'm I feel chilled, a little chilled to my bone, a little, a little nervous. I'm sure you're a good guy. Um, you know why? I'm just being honest. I got to be honest. Yeah, no, you call it like you see it. But I think it was the intensity and simultaneous lack of emotion with which he's talking about the cake. I mean, I, I don't want to. I'm sure it's something like that. I don't want to investigate it too much because... It's a dark alley that I'll be going, walking down. I didn't get that vibe. The, maybe um, I'm a bad judge of m- character. Maybe that's a, a problem. Don't you think it's possible that a lot of us have serial killer in us and we just focus it on like sourcing desserts or something? Listen, if you know. have serial killer in you and you're sourcing desserts, great. That's a very good outlet for those in the, for the dark passenger. Yeah. <laughs> Just feed the dark passenger cherry chip cake. I read a book that Jeff Fox recommended. Did Jeff Fox recommend it? I can't remember. I think it's called The Psychopath Next Door. And it's by John someone. I can't imagine it was anyone connected to your previous job who recommended that book. <laughs> um, but it says, like, it's like some high percentage of people are sociopaths in this society at least 30 percent i think it was a little less than that but it's high 20 to 30 percent but it's weird because i don't think we know any sociopaths sociopath yeah well i know at least one i knew at least one uh i would like to know the difference the clinical difference between narcissist and sociopath um because i know a fair amount of narcissists but like what i think of as sociopath is a different animal and sociopath being someone who just cannot uh, feel empathy, feel empathy or recognize, you know, another person's emotions or yeah. humanity. And I don't know if I've met a true sociopath. Right. I mean, they say that when you meet one, you have like a chilled, empty feeling, but there's more. It's possible. I've met one. It's, it's I'm hard sure to we've know. Met some. It's hard to know. Listen, Father's Day is right around the corner, and you haven't gotten your dad anything. Don't worry. That's where the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped, comes in. You and I both know he needs some serious grooming in his life, so grab your dad, the Performance Package 4.0, and he'll thank you for helping him tame his beast, the win-win situation. 
Go to manscaped.com and use code best friend for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below the waist grooming and they perfected their game with the lawnmower 4.0. Listen, as I said on a recent episode, Daniel, you're, you use like the manscaped suite of products. I will hear you mm. in there late at night and I hear like the trimmer is good. Yeah. Uh, I use the trimmer. Um, you use that. You've used their like shower gels. Don't they have shower gels and shampoo? Yeah, their products smell all good. All sorts of stuff. I feel like every. They actually if, really smell good. You are. So when I hear the zzz, is that a manscaped thing? Are you yeah, using like your nose? Yeah, I'll just, my my uh, facial hair. I'll use mm-hmm. it on on my face. Got it. Um. Well, still, imagine surprising your dad with a sleek, well-designed, optimized grooming kit that says your balls will thank you on the box. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Uh, And the Weed Whacker... The Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear hair trimmer is the best nose trimmer on the market and the perfect gift for your pops. They also have other stuff. Cologne, ball wipes, ball toner, ball deodorant. <sighs> That's Get your dad a gift you know they'll use. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BESTFRIEND. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. This year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. And we're back. Daniel, uh, I need your and the listener's advice. Although by the time they hear this, it might be too late. I want, I want to say, to, while you were reading that, I realized um, so I have known sociopaths and they were all the heads of the company. Like several mm-hmm. companies have been the people at the top, I right. can say definitively are sociopaths. Well, so what did you look up that told you that? No, I was just thinking about it. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh yeah, that guy, that other guy. Because it, you know, right. That nothing better than to be a sociopath to to help you in that rise to the top. Anyway, go ahead. Do you think Raquel's a sociopath? She seems to lack empathy. Yeah, I mean, it's hard something. to say. She She's seems to be she could just be vacant. Right. All right. Listen. Um, I mentioned a while ago my intention to go to my high school reunion, which is coming up. <sighs> you don't have to go. I thought you wanted me to go. Well, originally I did, but then I looked at the guest list or at the, the people who have already RSVP'd and very few have a plus one. Interesting. Perhaps because they've made the tickets $85. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go. I got this B up my butt that I'm going to go to my dumb high school reunion. If it were my college reunion, I would be so excited because I really loved college. I have a ton of friends that i haven't seen in a long time high school i think i've shared before was just like a big zilch i cannot for me imagine wanting to go to your high school reunion i know when i came up with i'm like i'm gonna go i'm gonna talk about it on the show it's gonna be great and then you shit all over my plans <laughs> sorry like fairly intensely Did we I had, really? yes we I had know. some words about it that sounds like something i would do pretty much but anyway like i said if i went to my grade school reunion that even I think there was one that I didn't go to, but that would be a something. College would be a something. High school was like four years of kind of nothing really for me. Um, That being said, my two best friends from high school, one of them I've stayed in touch with and one of them I haven't. Um, Although, so it was Jen and Katie. 
Jen is the one who accused me of liking trendy salad dressing. Katie, I've stayed in touch with Katie and Jen. Has she ever accounted for that? Has she ever? No, I, so there's never. She's, no, there's never been a come to Jesus moment. Well, maybe this is your I, opportunity. W- just you wait. So Jen lives in like the same condo village or whatever. You should go up to who is it, Jen or, Jen. or Katie that accused you of the salad? Jen, dressing? Jen, Jen. You should go up to to Jen before you say it and just be like just talking salad dressing and all the like artisanal like non-trendy salad dressings without reminding her of why you're talking about it so yeah. <laughs> have that be a topic of conversation that being said i feel like when i re- i'm prepared for for her to not remember this is etched into my memory i do that not, makes it better i don't i don't think that she's gonna be like oh yes i've always felt bad about that you can show her pictures on your phone of different salad of dressings, dressings that you've had yeah um so anyway, uh, they, they, they are very, very much in touch still. So I said to Katie, are you going to go to the reunion? And she said, yes. And Jen is too. Like, it might just be morbid curiosity, but, and like all the other people who we were friends with are going to go. And I was like, cool. But then I asked Katie just the other day and she said, no, we lost interest um, it might be because of the price of the ticket. And I said, yeah, it is really expensive. So it did Bummer. bring me back to high school a little bit. Have I talked about Rock and Java with you before? Sounds familiar. Rock and Java was the coffee house that I hung out at all the Your time. Your peach pit. It was my peach pit. And then one day, Katie and Jen decided they would not be going to Rock and Java anymore. And they never told me why. They just unilaterally were no, they will not go to Rock and Java anymore. Did they tell you they weren't going to go or did they just stop showing up? They told me. Okay. <laughs> but they wouldn't tell me why. And it made me feel like, am I some tyrant who is demanding that we all go to Rock and Java? And maybe I was. Feels like you have a, a, some open questions. I that have need a lot resol- of questions. Resolution. I really do. I mean, I want country line dancing with them just yeah. once. That's what they got into. <sighs> remember remember when that was a thing for a minute? Do I ever? Really? Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, wait a minute. But I... hang on. The way that they would no longer go to Rock and Java is reminding me of the way that they, like, I thought we had a plan. And now, oh, they've lost interest? Yeah. So my question is, them losing interest Mm-hmm. Is you you're losing interest? Daniel has no 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 no. One eye I is have not seven lost eighths interest, closed, and the other eye is four sweetheart, fifths closed. Sweetheart, I yes, fractionalized. Lo- I have not lost interest. I never had it. Okay, fair. It's not. It doesn't work well with our schedule, really, for me to go. There's so I, I there's some loops I got to close schedule wise if I go. It is eighty five dollars, which yes I can afford, but it's still a lot. And I'll be going in alone, which initially when I decided I was going to go, I thought I was going to be going. No, I was going to be going with you, maybe. Until should I shit I still, all over it. <laughs> yeah. Should I still go is the question. No. Now, there is one girl who said to me, you better be going. But people say that and then you, you get there and it's like, oh, they didn't actually care. Do you remember when we went to? Well, oh, yeah. No, no one cares. Do you remember when we went to Mastro's and I ran into that couple? Yeah. And yes, it was her. She uh 
this was a a guy who I had gone to grade that I'd been in school with since kindergarten. Um, he played Huck Finn in our eighth grade musical, and then mm-hmm. his wife, who was like a cool volleyball player, mm-hmm. and I think that I'm cool to them now. How do they have enough game. volleyball teams for all the volleyball players down in Orange County? It's a, it's a. They have to create more school. Extra leagues, yeah. <laughs> they have to. It's actually they created the whole school around around the volleyball team. So should I go? Is the question. You guys weigh in. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the deadline, the hard and fast deadline, is tomorrow. Yeah. So don't weigh in. <laughs> do all reunions cost this much money? Fuck if I know. So anyway, you were gonna say something, and I stopped you. <clears throat> don't remember. It's all right. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. I, I remember recently. I. I was like talking to some folks, maybe it was on the Thursday show about, hey, you remember that moment when suddenly everyone was into like Garth Brooks? I think and everyone was... looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. And uh, this is that same moment okay. when everyone was line dancing. I, it, there, he was like in the late 90s when he, when he, what was it like? What was his song like? I drink two drinks with my fucking friends. What was his song? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I two never... fucking shots. Boot, Scoot and Boogie is the only one I know. No, he had like Brooks. a... a sh- do you want me to look it up? What was his big song? Oh, fuck, man. It's so, and everyone decided, like, no, actually, I kind of like country music, and they would go like line dancing and shit. The late Should 90- I just look up Garth Brooks songs or it's like mid late nineties? Everyone lost their fucking minds after Kurt Cobain died. It's like it's like culture just shattered. Some of it went to new metal. Some of it rap. A friend to me? No, that's no. wait. This is what's happening here. Garth Brooks. Single. Maybe does he write a lot of songs for other people? Just look up his singles. Friends in low places. Yeah, I got friends. That's from nineteen ninety. Oh, places. Uh, nineteen ninety. Well, I don't know. I feel like God, it wasn't that early. I feel Maybe like it was, was more like mid nineties. Let's listen to Friends in Love. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Okay, no. okay. I won't, Fuck. I won't, I won't. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, you. Um Wait, why did my whole browser change? That's weird. Now it's like No one cares. Uh <laughs> and the other so pe- some people went towards uh rap rock. Some people went towards lounge music. I, rem- and I, swing I remember dancing. the lounge moment. And I used to dancing. go see Love Jones at the Derby. Yeah. Some people went to Euro, Euro bands, uh, British rock. Uh, what were some of the other fractions? Electronic Shoe-gays? music. Yeah. It just went to the five winds. But, this, but the country part of it, I never got. I'm sorry. Okay. I, know there's, I know there's listeners who love country music. Uh, I love you guys. Let's just take one. I'm not I, trying to shit on what I you like, that, but no, for me, I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I know that no one cares, but look at the top of my browser. Look how it it was white with dark, and now it's dark with light. Like the whole thing did reverse colors. You know. I always feel bad when I voice a a, a negative opinion about something I know people like because I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, but shit on were, something that people like. You were fine shitting all over my reunion. No one likes that though. <laughs> There's no fans of your reunion out there. I got one more thing to say, and then let's let's put a cor- fork in this or a cork in this. Um, Why well, you could put a fork or a cork, and it kind of means the same thing, you know? Yeah, colloquially. But well, you wouldn't that- put a fork in a wine bottle. 
So a cork and a fork are you very different. And you wouldn't eat a steak with a cork. I guess so. When, when you really, when you put it that way, yeah. Okay. So in a couple of weeks, Wendy and Jordan are coming back. So we can talk pickets with them. Oh, that's exciting. However, we live near Disney and so and Universal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll drive by and I'll see people, mm-hmm. you know, the w, uh, doing the WGA strike mm-hmm. and I honk. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And then they like sometimes will give me a hand gesture or whatever. And like I'm just like. Like a little finger? <laughs> no. They like put their fist up like, yeah. Okay. Or, you know, they just acknowledge me. Good. And I feel. Like you've done your part. Yes. So <laughs> intensely. Like, and it's such a good feeling that I want to like. Why don't you go drive, pick it? I'm, that's the next step. You got to go, honey. And, uh, honey, I'm dying. People. I've been dying over here. I, I, I intend to, but I get winded blow drying my hair. No, I know. Yeah. I know. So, um, I just totally played the health card. <laughs> that was so extremely, mm-hmm. slightly disingenuous of me. Mm-hmm. But it felt good. Don't get used to it. That's a that's a a bad road to go down. No, I know. You'll start having all sorts of ailments. Yeah. The truth is, I should have gotten out there by now. I had intended to. I've talked to people about it. I just haven't. So well, I, I don't feel good about that. We're entering into month two of the strike. Yeah, but the, and the the sort of like novelty of it is worn off. Now we're in the the. The dog this is, days. This and is where we bring in phase two, Allison do- Rosen. Yeah, so you come in in the dog days, cheer everyone up. Okay, but let's just focus on the here and now, my honking. So I honk, mm-hmm. and I'm like... Becky Honkington? Yes. I feel like I'm doing my part. I feel like I get it. Mm-hmm. These rest of these cars, they don't get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. And then I like want to drive... I want to circle back and do it all over again. But then I was thinking... <laughs> Is there a right way to like? Is there what? How are you supposed to honk? Can you do any old honk, or is there like a specific pro union honk? What if my honk semiotics are off? I think just like a honk honk. Okay, is that's probably, what I do. I could do a toot toot. You don't want to lean on it because then it's going to hurt their ears. Like they don't. Right. They don't like that. Well, so I do it from far away. The best thing to do is if you can honk and have a pizza shoot out of it, so they can <laughs> have a pizza as well. Right. You can't do it with hot coffee though. No, no. You don't throw hot them. coffee on, on writers. Yeah. All right. So a honk and a pizza. Yeah, because I go toot toot. All yeah. right. As long as you're not supposed to go like honk, honk, honk. Or like honk, honk. Or like hurray, hurray. You know, <laughs> you have- that's how Jay Leno honks. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. I think you did all right. Oh, don't beat yourself up about the way you honk. Not a lot of honking happening, which made me feel more special even. Like, they need my honks. Although, you know, hearing stories from the picket line, there, there is a lot of honking happening. Well, Just maybe not the, when you were there. It was, There's a lot of support for this uh, strike out there. Yeah. I feel like maybe, like, this was not a big group of people I saw. Yeah, maybe that's why. It was like why. three. They needed my honks even more. And they didn't even have signs. And they're, <laughs> and they're okay, just standing fine. outside the 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, they had signs, but it was like pretty sparse. 
I, it seemed to me like, like I looked at it and I'm like, this can't be the full strike. There must be. They're another. like ants that have wandered away from the Yes, ant line. they lost the scent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess that's kind of all I have to say on that front. Well, hey, what else is there to say except, you know, solidarity with the writers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and SAG. Vote, if you're a SAG member out there, vote to strike. That's right. To authorize the strike. Authorize the strike. Do that. And I don't know. If you can join a union, join a union. It's good. Come on, people. I'm getting a lot of calls from SAG right now, though, and I don't listen to them because it's just like, just people tell. I just I actually don't know what they're saying. They're recording, so I just I don't I don't. It's like recording. it's like you know election season when you yeah. get all the. By the way, we're about to enter into another election season. It feels it's fucking relentless. Did we just have one? Yeah. Listen, Daniel. I gotta go. I'll stay out here. Okay. So uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Just did a friend zone with Jenna. Did a friend zone with just me where I talked about all sorts of stuff going on with me, with my face, with my blood, with my sweat. No sweat. Um, I forget what else I talked about on there. I talked about important stuff. Also, Todd in my podcast. Patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Uh, You're supposed to say Eyes and Todd's podcast. Oh, that's how reality show people talk, and it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. That's how I say nuts. I don't like it. Leave us a um, nice review, won't you? Because I love them. And if every now and then someone leaves a shitty one, and I'm like, got to flood it with the can nice. I, can I say something that's anno- that annoys me on, on reality shows? I've noticed a lot of sure. people say comfortability. Yes. Isn't it just comfort? Yes, comfortability. Is that even a word? Comfortability? I don't know, but um, I saw inimitable with a U. Yeah. And I was like, I think the word is inimitable. Yeah. And I looked it up and inimitable actually is a word too. And I hate when that happens. It's confusing to me. Does it have the same meaning? Yeah. That's... I think it might be like an archaic version. Yeah, that's not cool at all. But I also think at this point, anything you look up online... They pretty much say it as a word because language is elastic, which bothers me. Comfortability. Is it coming up? I feel like it's going to. Enough noodle heads have said it that it's going to come up. Uh. So there's an article. I don't think it's a word. All but right. I think that it's one of those words that is being used so much that it's going to probably, yeah, it's going to be like um, oh, yeah, a word. Well, I say no. Is comfortability a word in the dictionary? No, I don't think so. Daniel, where might we find you? Uh. I you, you don't want you don't don't, even don't come looking for me. Okay, uh, I don't know. You can find me at Daniel Quants on Instagram. That's really where uh, I'll do stories sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, little snarky things, whatever's. And Blue Sky, try to get on that because I want that to be instead of Twitter. Yes, I'm there too at, at Allison Rosen, and I'm everywhere else at Allison Rosen except for TikTok, where I'm the Allison Rosen. Um, I love you guys, yes. Daniel. Thanks for doing this. 
Hey, thanks, thanks for taking for time out of your busy. Sorry if schedule. this wasn't more fun. It was for people fun to listen it to. It was. I thought it was fun. Um, I had a grand old time. Yeah, I had a good time. Guys, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Sin Bro